Welcome back to the award-winning Travel Planners Radio Show with your hosts, Kevin and Sue McCarthy. Hi, this is Patricia Schultz. I'm the author of 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. You're listening to me and my dear friends from the Travel Planners Radio Show. And our dear friend, Mr. Max Hartshorn, our guest just back from Turkey. You went snow skiing in Turkey, is that correct? That's right. You know, I never knew that they had a turkey. They had a skiing no business right. in Turkey. But it was just wonderful. So we were in Istanbul. We did a wonderful little trip in Istanbul. And I must do a little shout-out here, you guys. Flow Tours is a company that went, we went with. And Flow Tours is based in Florida. And they really have Central Asia and Turkey and Japan and other places really nailed down for these small group tours. I must give a major shout-out to F-L-O-T-O-U-R-S, Flow Tours. They organized the trip. So flew out of Istanbul. Wait, wait, when, when you say small really tours, tight. Max, how, how large a tour was it? Like less than 20, 14, 14 cool. to 15, yeah. 20 people, something like that. Less than 20, less That's than a doable. big bus. Exactly. And it's also pretty affordable. The country is pretty affordable. So we flew to Kaiseri. Kaiseri is in the center of Turkey, and there really isn't much in Kaiseri except one thing, Mount Erzitz. Mount Erzies, E-R-C-I-Y-E-S, Erzies. It's a volcano. It's in the middle of Turkey. And it's a wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you went skiing on a volcano. Hopefully not an active one. We did. Apparently, it's no longer active, but it sticks out like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's the biggest mountain around, and it's a beautiful mountain. And the other thing, as I pointed out earlier, there's no trees, so skiing is a breeze, and the skiing is pretty good. We went up to pretty high. You know, the, 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 when you measure a ski area, you measure it by the vertical drop, how far it is from the top to the bottom. Now, as an example... Snowmass in Aspen is a little under 5,000 feet vertical drops. In other words, when you get dropped off on the lift, how long is it going to take you to get down to the bottom? That's the way you measure a ski area. This place had a 4,700-foot vertical drop. So there was a long distance between the top and the bottom, a nice long ride. And you just they make these trails kind of just randomly. You know, there's no trees or anything. And you slide down, and, you know, 90%, I think they said 99% of the Turks do not ski. There's a 1% percentage of people in Turkey who ski. <laughs> so this they is a tourist destination. It is. Well, what it is is the city of Kaiseri, which is the, the municipality, paid to create a world-class skiing experience. They went to Austria. They got Doppelmeyer lifts. They got experts to show them how to teach skiing. They got a ski school. But the, what they found is the majority of the local people who visit like to use sleds. They like to use the bunny slope and go down these little sleds. You know, they don't want to strap on the skis. But here's another thing to know about skiing in Turkey. The lift tickets are 10 bucks. Oh, get out. Let that sink in. Ten bucks. You know how much it costs to ski in Canada at Steamboat? It costs, well, you know, at, not, at Whistler, it's 150 Killington, yeah. Vermont, Killington's 110 bucks, 115 bucks. This place is 10 bucks, and the rentals are $9 a day. My son is taking his family next week for spring break to Angel Fire, New Mexico. I'll have to ask him how much their tickets are going to be. Yeah, really. At least a hundred. Yeah, with, with, with no trees on the slope, day. Max, that's why you should have sent uh, Sonny Bono there. 
Well, you know, nobody could, nobody had any problems with trees. Yeah, you can't run into yeah. a tree when you're sliding down a slope. And, you know, a lot of my friends were there who were relatively good skiers. There was one guy who was a snowboarder, young guy, um, Eric, Eric Trinidad, and he said the skiing was fantastic. What I liked, too, about it was, uh, if you look at the photographs, and again, if you want to find out more about this, I have a photo gallery and an article on GoNomad.com. Just type in Turkey skiing or skiing in Turkey. You can see some pictures of Mount Erzitz, and you can also see a video that we built. But there's no moguls. And as a skier, you know, I like a nice ride. I don't want to go yeah. over moguls, those big bumps. They don't do any moguls. So it's no moguls, no trees, straight up, 10 bucks. How can you beat that? You can't. Wow. No. And now, is this open year round or is it seasonal? No, it's seasonal. Now, the other thing that's kind of cool is you mentioned Turkish Air, and I must give them a shout-out. They're a great airline. They do a great job. Yes. They, they fly to more destinations than any destination of any airline. But they've got a thing now. Although, at $9 rentals, I don't know why you'd never bring your own skis, but if you wanted to bring your own skis, and you booked a ticket on Turkish Air, and you flew from Europe or the United States, and you flew to Istanbul, and then you flew to Kaiseri on Turkish, your skis... And your bowls and your, everything would fly for free. They wouldn't charge you for that expensive uh, extra baggage. They really want to promote skiing in Kaiseri. That's, so they yeah, that that's terrific. Deal. And you would mentioned, uh, uh, and it is a great airline, but they have been voted the number one business airline in Europe for years. It's a, it's a great, they have beautiful, clean, new planes. It's a great airline to fly. And the food on the airlines yeah, is it really as well. Is. And they have plenty of booze, too. Plenty of booze on the airplane. No, no, no problems with booze. When you get to Kaiseri, though, you might have a hard time finding a cocktail. We did find that the, the Apres ski was limited to one or one hotel, one or two hotels. Again, uh, most people are looking for their mint tea. And it's interesting about alcohol in, in Turkey because there was a real interesting division. Uh, it's a very modern country. And the president of Turkey is trying to kind of pull them back into a more traditional, you know, religious right. anti-alcohol type of stance. And you really get a lot of pushback from Turks. They don't want to go backwards. They are very forward-thinking people, very sophisticated culture. And only in the past, uh, say, I think he's been in power for 16 years, there's a lot of chafing about this sort of a gearing towards, you know, anti-freedom and, and anti-women's freedom. And I think the average Turk is just, you know, they want to be left alone and have a good time and, and enjoy themselves. And the ski area is just a wonderful addition to, to, to skiing around the world. It really is a neat thing. You could do this. Hey, Max, tell us a little bit about Cappadocia. I love that area. Did you uh, get yeah, to go Cappadocia there? Cappadocia is fantastic. We did. We got a chance. That's one of the reasons why they promote this. This uh, ski area is about 45 minutes to an hour away from Cappadocia. And Cappadocia is a really, as Patricia Schultz would say, you got to see it before you die. It is absolutely amazing. One of the things that they do in Cappadocia all of the time is they go in balloons. And there's hundreds of balloons that take off every day, even during the winter in Cappadocia. But they, these rocks, these formations, are these crazy brown formations of rocks are just fascinating. And they also have underground dwellings that they had built years and years ago. They built these underground houses to escape from the marauding Arabs who used to attack the Turks. And remember, Turks are not Arabs. So that's one thing to keep in mind. They're not friends or necessarily that friendly with Arabs. And Arabs used to murder a lot of Turks. So they had a lot of scores to settle. But they made these castles and they made these underground cave dwellings. One of the funnest things we did, one of the last nights we were there, we had dinner in a cave house. And oh, these people wow. played music. They played music from the, from the Kurdish part of Turkey. It was beautiful music, beautiful food, wonderful grilled shish kebabs and stuff inside an eighth 
century house. How often can you say that, guys? Eighth century, built in the eighth century. That's Turkey, wow. you know, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I may have you beat on that. We had uh, dinner, uh, our anniversary dinner in Israel in an old uh, Templar fort, fort that uh, goes back to the days of Herod. <laughs> well, that's pretty that, old. That's pretty old, and that was a heck of an experience. Where are you off to next? Well, my next trip is going to be in, uh, I'm looking to go to Maryland, trying to work on a trip to northern Maryland, and then in April I'm going to hit Lille and uh, Reims, France. So I've got some well, good things to talk about. For Maybe us. We'll what is your again. website again, please, so that people can see these beautiful go, pictures of yours? Yeah. GoNomad.com. Just look for skiing in Turkey. Super. Great. Safe, safe travels, my friend, and we'll talk to you when you come back. Yeah, take care. Okay, guys. Nice to talk to you. Bye-bye. Likewise. Coming up, we are going to be talking with Gallup, New Mexico, about all kinds of things, so stick around. Email us anytime you like, Kevin and Sue Travel at yahoo.com. I'm Kevin. I'm Sue McCarthy. It's the Travel Planners Radio Show.